Hi, this is Brother James, and this podcast is going to give you the ability to affect change and achieve purpose through the power of music, motivation, and mindfulness. Get ready to break through challenges, achieve your goals, and create meaning in your life. Take a deep breath in, let it out, let's get started. episode is about the five ways to build resilience at any time in our lives. The five ways to build resilience any time in our lives starts with number one, slowing down. Take a deep breath in, let it out, take another breath in, let it out. You might be thinking that's too easy to be an actual step. Is that really the first step? It absolutely is. Slowing down so that we can speed up is one of the best ways to build resilience. When we slow down and start to become present and aware of our breath, are we breathing shallow? Are we breathing in a way that is like really short breaths where we're not even getting enough air to support our system is going to create non-resilience, it's going to create anxiety, it's going to create fear, it's going to create lack of energy. So our breath turns out to be one of our greatest resources to build resilience. So a quick way to build resilience with your breath, and I'm going to do a whole podcast on breath in the future. For this episode, I'm going to give you one simple way to do it. I learned this from a mentor of mine. It's called one, four, two breathing. And it's real simple. You breathe in, and whatever count you breathe in, you now multiply that by four, and you hold it for that long. And now, you divide that by two, and you breathe out that long. Let me give you an example. You might already be confused. You probably are unless you're a mathematician. So, if I breathe in for four counts, I'm then going to hold for 16. Because if I breathe in for four, four times that amount is 16. Four times four is 16. So I breathe in for four. I hold for 16, and then if I divide 16 by 2, I'm going to exhale for 8. So I breathe in for 4 counts, hold for 16, I won't do that right here, and then I'd exhale for 8, hard, exhale. Do a couple of rounds of that, and you'll instantly feel clearer, you'll have more energy, you'll have a little bit more of, um, of, a, of a power inside of yourself to not be so pulled by your emotions or the ups and downs of the emotions won't take a hold of you in the same way once you reclaim your breath. So number one, slow down and breathe. Number two, start to investigate what questions you are silently asking yourself. What questions are you asking yourself? So let's just say we're trying to build resilience in a time of challenge or a time of crisis or a time of obstacle you know we all have some sort of a question some call it a primary question that's consistently recycling in our heads and in times of challenge crisis uncertainty that question generally becomes 
a very disempowering question. Why is this happening to me? What am I going to do? How am I going to get through this? All this is going wrong. Why is this all going wrong? What am I going to do? And it just recycles over and over again. And the questions themselves lead to thoughts and feelings inside of us that are disempowering. So what question are you consistently asking yourself? And you might not be able to identify it right now. This is an invitation to look for that question, to, to become aware of what questions am I consistently asking myself and knowing that the questions that we consistently ask ourselves will literally be reflected in the quality of our lives. The questions we ask ourselves will dictate the quality of our lives, especially if we ask that question consistently because that's the answer we're going to keep getting. So once we can take a step back and go, wow, what question am I asking? Wow, I'm asking, how am I going to get through this problem? Okay, now if I can suspend from that question and now ask a question of how might I get through this problem with ease? How might I get through this problem by learning something new? How might I get through this problem with a sense of joy? How might I get through this problem by bringing people together? How might I get through this challenge with some sort of a positive reframe? And when we put the positive reframe on the question, now the brain sees it as opportunity versus lack or versus um, being not enough or versus a deficit. So all we're doing is restructuring the question to add a couple of words so that we can actually create what it is we want to create in our minds by simply asking a quality question. So let me put one, uh, let me put one more question out there. If I was asking the question, what's wrong with me? Why can't I get through this? Why am I not stronger? Okay, well, that question is going to lead to a whole bunch of answers that are going to make you feel worse. Most likely, you're going to, your brain is automatically going to answer the question of, why can't I get through this? What am I going to do? Why am I not able to find answers right now? Why am I not courageous enough? Why am I not resilient enough? Like, I thought I was stronger than this, which, which is totally rational that we ask these questions because it's, it's natural because we want to figure out a way to survive any sort of challenge, crisis, obstacle, or cha you know anything that's coming at us, we want to figure out how to survive it's, as human beings. So we're asking these questions. It's not your fault you're asking these questions. It's literally just how we're programmed. So if I were to ask a question, well, I'm in a big challenge right now. How might I look back on my past you know, throughout my life and look at all the times that I overcame an obstacle or a challenge. I overcame the obstacle or a challenge and I didn't have a playbook. I didn't have a roadmap or anything like that. And I still overcame it. I still overcame the challenge. How did I do that? And now the brain goes to work and it starts to create all these different pictures and all these different words based on the question. It starts to give you the ingredients that will help you to realize that you can make it through the obstacle or challenge because now you're building resilience by going and looking at the times that you were resilient. We're looking to the past to look how we created the ability to get over the obstacle or challenge so that we can recreate it. So another way to create resilience, number two, is to identify the questions that we're asking ourselves, to ask ourselves, is this question empowering me or disempowering me? How might I add a word or two that would allow it to empower me 
for me to be more resilient? How might I add a word or two to the question that empowers me? Or how might I create a whole new question that allows me to see the very thing I'm looking for in myself? So what questions are you asking yourself and how might you create a better question and then become present with the answer and believe that you have what it takes? Number three, whatever you're listening to, whether it's music, media, or whatever you're reading, let's just say you're scrolling down a social media feed, is literally going to determine the vocabulary that is in your head, which will determine the questions that are consistently being asked. So number two, three, and four are really going to fit together. So number two is identifying the question. Like, what are you consistently asking yourself? What, what question are you giving to your brain? And then what are the answers that it's creating? And how might you create a better question or a better series of questions that empower your brain? Because the questions we ask are simply the lens that we see the, wor- the world through. Now, the media, the music, the social media, the books, the movies, those all determine the vocabulary in our minds that program the questions. So number three is become extremely present of what you're watching, what you're listening to, what you're reading. And if you have kids, become even more present to what it is that they're watching, what they're reading, what they're listening to. Because these words are more than just, uh, oh, that's you know a little violent or that's a little you know a little inappropriate it's more than that it's programming it's conditioning it's creating the words that live in our brains that then have the vocabulary that make up the sequence of words that create the questions that we actually ask ourselves so it's not just about the question it's about the words that we're consistently putting in our minds that give us the vocabulary to create the question not to mention the images not to mention like like Do we like the author? Do we like the actor? Do we like the musician? Oh, we trust them to tell us the truth and they might be just doing what they don't know what they're doing and accidentally hurting us with words. So what is the media, the music? And I don't mean hurting us with words in like a malicious way. I mean hurting us with words in the way that like the science of words is a very delicate, um, a delicate science because The words we use create the worlds we live in, and yet most of our entertainment is actually structured around negative words in pop culture, in movies. I said this on the last podcast, like I've been going through movies the last like six months, and it's actually hard to find movies that don't have some sort of sense of violence, that don't have some sort of way of humans treating each other poorly. Um, And yes, there are those movies out there, certain documentaries and certain um certain uh, mainstream movies that do have a positive, uh, a positive outlook or a positive frame to it or a positive storyline. And for the most part, I've got to really look for those. I've got to sift through all the ones that are programming me to see fear, to see destruction, to see violence, to see separation. And so pay attention to what you're, what you're listening to, what you're watching. And you're going to hear that over and over and over again on this podcast. And it's going to be not an easy thing to look at in our own lives because when we look at what we're programming ourselves with, we realize that we're entertained by the very thing that disempowers us. And that's a hard reality um, for us to, um, to admit to ourselves. And yet it might be the greatest power that we can gain in our own lives is dictating what comes in and out of our brains. Number four, 
who are you talking to and who are you having con- who are you having conversations with and what are those conversations if the conversations are complaining if the conversations are what's wrong if the conversations are what's broken if the conversations are blaming if the conversations are around how things are really bad again that is absolutely irrational in times of challenge or a crisis or when things are breaking down and we've we've got to be even more diligent to go get positive conversations, to go get solution-based conversations, to go get supportive conversations. The more we buy into a narrative of negativity, of fear, of, um, of uncertainty, although that might be what we're going through, we will be far more ready to break through it, to get through it, and to get through it with not as much pain if we can configure our conversational currency to be positive. If we can configure the conversations that we have with other people to be generative. Hey, let's just think of a time we overcame an obstacle or a challenge before. I know that we could talk about what's going on right now. I know that we could talk about what's, what the negatives are. I know that we could talk about that. And we should. We should embrace those. And let's complement it with an equal amount of time of talking about what we can do to use our strengths. How we can support each other. How we, may, how we might be able to enroll some of the assets that we have, whether that's dollars or people or companies or maybe it's a positive social media like Facebook group that has a lot of positive stuff in it. Like I'm not talking about just being blind to the negativity in life, not being blind to the things that are uncertain, not being blind to like what's wrong or what's broken. It's just we're looking to reframe it so that we're, we're better configuring ourselves and our communities to attack those problems and to get through them. And the way that we do that is not actually to look at all the problems. It's actually to look at what are the strengths, what are the superpowers, what are the capabilities, where are we more alike, how can we harness each other's strengths to get through this. And if we're not having those conversations, we're living in deficiency in our ability to get through the challenge or the obstacle, and it doesn't allow us to build resilience. So what conversations are you having? What questions are you asking? What media? Are you slowing down enough to pay attention to these things so that you can reconfigure them reconfigure them to work for you versus against you? And the last one, and this one is a, a fairly obvious one, and I know that a lot of listeners do this already, is exercise. Don't give up your rituals of exercise, especially in times of challenge, especially in times of crisis. Don't give up your rituals. Get your heart pumping. Get your breath going. Get your body moving. Get all of those different chemicals inside of our body working for us, helping to generate creativity, helping to generate the different types of courage that live inside of us. Just getting the cells moving and getting them healthy. Get out into nature if you can. Go for a run. Remember to keep your healthy habit distance, of course, um, depending on what time you listen to this podcast. Maybe it's down the road six months from now and things are moving in a direction that, uh, that is different than where it is in the current time I'm recording this podcast. And it doesn't matter. Exercise is key. Your physiological system, whether it's breathing or getting the exercise in, it is absolutely um, it is a key, key way to build resilience, is to keep your rituals, to keep your routines, to find new ways to do those routines. And that will be another podcast. How do you work out at home? How do you design your routine? How do you use apps? How do you use nature? How do you use bands to be able to keep your exercise routine going? So 
Get some exercise, whether it's yoga or a jog or an in-home workout, and follow people on social media that are looking for ways to adapt and evolve their own workouts so that you can get ideas. And again, that goes back to your conversations and what, you, what you're watching and what you're listening to. Because there's a lot of solutions out there. We just have to remember to go look for them. So those are the five ways to build resilience. Number one, slow down. Take some deep breaths. Use the one four two breathing. Number two, what questions are we silently asking ourselves? What, what's happening there? Can we suspend ourselves from the questions that are disempowering us and replace them with questions that could be a little more empowering or a lot more empowering? The questions that could help us look for our strengths, the questions that could look us, look, help us look for our unique capabilities, for the superpowers, and, and what lives inside of us that is powerful and strong. And then number three, like what are we listening to? What are we watching? What are we scrolling through? Number four, what type of conversations are we having in our relationships? And, uh, and how can we change those to have a positive conversational currency? And number five, exercise, rituals. Especially that exercise ritual, so key. So this has been the five ways to build resilience. I'll see you next time. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Brother James Podcast. If you know someone who could use this episode or any episode you've heard before, please share it with them. Also, please give us a rating if you want to give us five stars. That's awesome. And if you need anything in regards to getting in touch with Brother James, you want lyrics to songs, you want to grab some free music, make sure to check out brotherjames.com, B-R-O-T-H-A james.com, and you can get everything Brother James there. And lastly... Remember that what you focus on expands, words create worlds, and uh, you are enough. You are brave, you've got what it takes. I'm brave, it's time to make-